my love, have you secured your exclusive spot yet in the Cunty Truth Mastermind and Retreat? If you're hearing this, there is still a spot for you. So join us now. This transformative small group intensive promises exponential growth and enjoyment for each participant as it will have you stepping out of your current comfort zone and routines and connecting with other badass feminist entrepreneurs. With high accountability, my facilitation and coaching, and personalized KPIs to track and present, you'll unlock your inner truths, your inner cunty power, and supercharge your success in life and business. Join us as we acknowledge, activate, and hold each other accountable to our cunty goals and dreams for 2024 and beyond. Discover the deeper truths and power within you that are just waiting to be harnessed. Your ticket includes the six-night retreat in South Portugal, where we will alchemize and celebrate in style at our luxurious private villa on the sunny Algarve coast. This retreat is not just about traveling to a beautiful place. It's about fun, growth, and luxuriating yourself. Don't let this life-changing opportunity pass you by. Book your call now with me at cuntycoaching.com retreat, or the link is in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited, so act now to preserve the intimate space and benefit from this exclusive experience. I'll see you March 1st. Welcome to Cunty Life and Biz Realness, the uncensored show that explores how to live your truest life, what tries to get in the way, and how to grow your business as a result. I know you want to be more courageous, unapologetic, notable, transcendent, and authentically you, and you're in the right place, babe. I'm your host who's the most, Naomi, CEO and head life and biz authenticity coach at Cunty Coaching. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to part three of the three-part mini-series, The Cunty Decision to Keep Believing in Yourself and Not Give Up. I can't wait to share the knowledge today. But before I go and do that, please feel free to reach out to me and to share what your favorite takeaways have been, which part you loved the most, which part you still feel like you need some improvement in, in your own life. And I'd love to talk about how I can help you really amp up your mission and keep believing in yourself and not give up because we need you. We need you and your work and your art and your mission. We need your power. We need you in your power. So today in part three is get accountable. That is the third pillar of my Cunty framework And it is a doozy because the first pillar, if you remember, was acknowledge. The second pillar was to activate. And this third pillar with getting accountable, it's really the be all end all. Because if you don't stay accountable to your goals and your dreams and your missions, 
it is very difficult to keep going, right? If you don't keep accountable to yourself and to others and to the thing that you're here to do on this earth, it's going to be really hard to, to keep going. So with that being said, let's dive in. The first part is to cultivate consistency. Now, fun fact about me, I am more of a type B free bird kind of person. I have my type A moments, trust me, but I'm definitely more free flowing and I used to be almost allergic to the word consistency. If someone said that word, I would have like a revolting reaction to it. And I think it's because I was seeing it in a very restrictive way, a very like masculine energy type of way. And I think maybe it was triggering my perfectionism because I dealt with perfectionism for a very long time. And over the past several years, I've been really working hard to unwind and unlearn that perfectionism because it does nothing but hold us back, my friend. I know sometimes we have been taught to wear perfectionist almost like a badge of honor and we need to toss away that badge of honor because in all reality, it keeps us back from so much greatness. We might put out some perfect stuff, but what about all the things that we could be putting out that maybe aren't perfect, but the world needs it still? So I think there needs to be a lot of discussion around what consistency can look like, what it can feel like, and it doesn't have to cause you to break out in hives if you were like me. I just thought that it would mean boring. I thought it would mean lack of stimulation. I thought it would just become too too routine and too boring. And I am learning that It does not have to be that way. It doesn't have to feel that way. And if we center progress over perfection, it makes the journey to consistency all that more accessible, attainable, and actually fun. So for example, this podcast, I have been marinating on starting a podcast for so long, like years, okay? And every time I came up against someone who would say, yeah, you have to be consistent with it. Like, just be prepared to be can stay consistent. And that terrified me. Right. But now that I realize, okay, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be good enough. And I love that. And I also love that I can make it whatever I want it to be. And I trust that it is going to be in alignment with what my listeners want. And if not, then cool, like check back next week and hopefully it'll align more with what you need to hear next week. It's really fine. It's okay if it's not perfect. I'm loving this permission slip that I'm giving myself in business and that I encourage you to give yourself as well of dropping the perfectionism and just trusting that you're good enough is probably pretty spectacular. I'm willing to bet that if you are here and you're in my universe, I know that there are some dope ass people in my universe. I'm so glad to know you. I'm so thrilled that you're in my in my sphere. And I know for a fact that you're holding yourself back from some pretty rad stuff 
that maybe you don't think is good enough or perfect, but I can assure you it is. So if that helps you to take down the pressure of what consistency needs to be, it doesn't need to be consistently perfect because that is stressful. Um, There's no wonder that I would literally break into hives because that idea of being consistently perfect sounds like you're describing a robot from the future, which I am not, right? And I don't pretend to be. I am very conscious in my own business and in my world to really drop the cloak of seeming like everything's perfect, everything's curated, everything's, you know, polished. Like that is just not, that is very prohibitive to me. It makes me feel suffocated. It makes me feel like I'm not really being real with my audience and with my people. And that has worked really well with the people that I serve. It's really relatable and a breath of fresh air, honestly, to be able to be consistent, but be imperfect at the same time. It's beautiful. And as people who have been historically marginalized, it's it's hard, right? Because we we feel like we need to be perfect in order to just almost reach the level where the privileged group is like getting by with mediocre results. We need to really overcompensate in order to even be on the same playing field, right? So listen, I get it. I get it. I spent so many years of my life in more of a type A kind of scenario with myself in my school years, in my early adulthood years. It was always about performance. It was always about surpassing all expectations and always, you know, doing incredible, getting incredible results and acing everything. And while, yes, that's great, it really caused a lot of mental distress for me that I had these high, high, high expectations of myself. And if I did anything less, it was like a travesty. And so if we're having that kind of perfectionism in our attempt to be consistent, that's a big recipe for stress. So if you can prioritize being consistent, showing up for your people, showing up for yourself, if you can prioritize that over perfectionism, I think you'll feel a lot better in your day-to-day and your nervous system will thank you. Your nervous system will definitely feel the relief of not needing to be perfect all the time to just Create this sense of stability and consistency in your life, in your business, without the stress of it all needing to be perfect. Just releasing that a little bit. And my friend Kara and I recorded our interview together yesterday. So you'll be hearing that next week. And we did talk about this as well. And I can't wait for you to hear how she incorporated this in her own business And it had phenomenal results and it pushed her outside of her comfort zone, but it really allowed her to drop a lot of the perfectionism and create real connection with her audience and her her fans. So I think that is so beautiful, so powerful, and I can't wait for you to hear that interview. So please tune into that next week. You will not want to miss it. Trust me. The next part is to dig deep and be bigger. Like dig deep within yourself and be bigger than whatever it is that is trying to hold you back, that is trying 
to keep you safe and keep you hidden. All of those little resistances, those little setbacks, you don't have to abolish all the resistance. I don't want to claim that your life and business need to be 100% resistance free. I don't know if that is a real growth journey, if there's zero resistance. I think there's always going to be some level of resistance if we're growing, right? Think of growing pains. Think of plants. Like as they're growing, they do have to bud and blossom. And there's that like kind of opening and that, that discomfort. You don't have to abolish all resistance. What you do need to do, though, is you need to dig deep into your soul, connect to the parts of you that can rise up and rise above those things that are trying to hold you back and get stuck because we always have a choice. This brings me back to, I'm going to tell you a story. In June of this year, I was speaking with my friend Maddie, who runs the Tarot Club, and she pulled out of me an exciting desire to lead a Kunti retreat in Portugal specifically. And I got so excited that that was being pulled out of me and released into the universe. And I was excited to take this on and make this happen. So I went immediately and I searched and I found an incredible property. If you've seen the the pictures already, if you're signed up already for the retreat, you know what I'm talking about. It is a dream villa, a dream. And I wanted to secure it right away. But my partner, because my business didn't have enough savings built up at that time, realness, right? I was going to need to dip into my personal account to put the deposit down for this villa. And my partner, which it makes sense, I get it, right? That we we need to be conscious of, of how much we pull out of our savings. 2023 has been a big year of investing in ourselves and setting up shop in Portugal. Um, So I get it. He was not comfortable with it, right? And there was a moment where I felt crushed. I felt crushed. I felt suffocated. I felt like, you know, my dreams just kind of got pushed far away and that I wasn't being able to do what I wanted to do. All of these kinds of feelings of of frustration and anger. And I remember sitting in my office after the conversation with him and I I literally had it's almost like those two voices on your shoulder, like the angel on one side and the devil on one side. And I don't know which one's which in this scenario, but one of those voices was like, "I want to go lie down on the couch and binge Netflix and just tap out for the day and figure out my life and my business tomorrow or whatever. I don't even know where that one would have gone down. Spoiler alert, I didn't go down that path. The other voice said, you know what? You can do hard things. Dig deep right now and think of how you can make this happen because you believe in yourself and you know the power of this retreat. You know what it's going to do for people. You know the transformation it's going to provide. So how can you be creative and how can you reach out to your community who is already excited about the idea of a Portugal retreat and get them involved, get them on board, crowdsource the amount that you need for this this deposit, right? 
And that's what I did. And it was the best feeling in the world. It was honestly, it went so well. My community, I mean, shout out to the the folks who were on board from the get-go and knew the vision and understood the vision just like I did and who put down their deposit for the ticket for the retreat. You know, even if it didn't cover the full cost of the deposit that I needed, it was enough for the universe and for me to be on the same page of like, we're doing this. People want this. People are excited about this. You've got it. Like you've got already five or six for sure people that are coming. Like do the thing, girl. Do the thing. Book the place. Book the dates. And everything is going to fall into place. And it's a journey to create this experience, but every day I'm so fucking grateful for that version of me who dug deep and followed that voice, the second voice, right? The latter one that was like, no, you can do this and you have an incredible community. Dig deep, get creative and talk to your people, right? I'm so fucking glad I listened to that voice rather than the voice that said, This is exhausting. It's everybody against you. You know, all the defeatist things that we tell ourselves, right? Like, and go binge Netflix on the couch. And yes, sometimes we do need to do that, right? I'm not condemning you if you want to, if you want to go take a break and listen and watch Netflix. Listen, I'm not about to to criticize that, okay? But there are moments where if we pay attention and if we take those little moments, we really show ourselves what the fuck we're made of. And that's so powerful to keep building that muscle of accountability within ourselves. And if we do it once, we can do it again, right? Because we're building evidence that we are capable of doing hard things and digging deep and being bigger. So this is a huge one. And then on the same vein as this one is to respect resistance. So what I mean by this is, like I said earlier, I don't believe that there is a a journey worth taking, like a growth journey that is going to be absolutely resistance-free. I mean, you can definitely let me know if you disagree, but this is my perspective here. And this is what I truly believe is that resistance is not the enemy. I think we can be really mindful of the level of resistance that we're facing. If the resistance is insanely high, like let's say, for example, I had reached out to my community And there were nobody wanted it. Right. And I had just had that conversation with my husband and he was not having it. Right. And then if if I tried something else and I still was feeling immense resistance, there is a moment in time where we can see, okay, the resistance is really high. Let me just take a break. Let me take a step back to just breathe. Take a few deep breaths open our mind and lean into trust because I do feel like if resistance is super high, sometimes we're literally just driving our head into the wall and there does need to be a little bit of a step back and a reset and like a trust that needs to be established and a little bit of space that needs to be established to allow inspiration to flow and creativity And those things that are so important on our journey. So that's when resistance is really high. That's what I would say. 
I would ask my higher self, if you have your spiritual practice, like whatever that means to you, ask what is needed. What does your higher self need? Or, you know, the version of you that is showing you this resistance, what are they asking you for? Like if you, if you have been sick for a month, but you keep on grinding, maybe just take a step back and ask your higher self what they need. Do they need one full day of nothing to just be able to let the body and everything heal, right? Because sometimes we're sick and maybe we'll do less each day, but we keep on grinding. And sometimes that's not what we need. Sometimes we need to take a better break than that. There's so many examples of this, right? So I encourage you to look into examples in your own life of times where there have been really high resistance. And if you were able to take a step back, what happened? And if you weren't able to take a step back or take a beat or just like allow yourself to do some self-inquiry, what happened as well? When the resistance is medium to like, maybe it's building, but it's still like manageable, but it's, you feel it. That's when I would say to get curious because we're still not at a place of like burnout. We're not at a place of high stress. The resistance is still manageable, but I think it's a good clue to start getting aware of it and start getting curious about is there an easier, a simpler way of doing this? Am I making it too complicated for myself? Because I know I speak to so many entrepreneurs and we do have this tendency to sometimes overcomplicate things. And then the resistance can show up and can build, right? Like, oh, and then the tech stack and then, you know, my outreach. And now all of a sudden I need a virtual assistant. And then all like just in a moment, It can get really overwhelming really fast. And if you notice this building tension and resistance, it's a really good moment to just get curious and see like, hmm, is there a better way of doing this? Is there a simpler way of doing this? Am I overcomplicating this a little bit? And no judgment here because we all do it. It's not a big deal, but it's just a chance to Dig into those little creative juices in you and think of other ways to do something. The next piece is to charge confidently. This is a new piece that I've added because of all the conversations I've had with folks who almost want to give up and not believe in themselves because they're literally not charging enough to grow or make this thing happen. Right. If we get stuck in this cycle of undercharging, it is going to be hard. Like it is a slog to make sure all our needs are met, give ourselves these breaks, go through this framework and like acknowledge, activate and get accountable. It's it's very difficult to be able to take good care of ourselves if we are not charging enough. Because we don't take into account all of the self-care and the the ways that we need to take care of ourselves and the time that we need to take care of ourselves. We don't always take that into account when we're setting our prices, when we're conveying our prices. And if we're not confident in our own self-worth and the needs that we have to fill for ourselves to be able to serve our clients well, to be able to serve ourselves well. 
if we're not confident in, in that, it is going to be harder to keep believing in ourselves and not give up. Because at some point, you're going to be like, what am I doing? This does not make sense. Like if I were to divide the amount of time I spend doing my work and the price that I'm getting, it is low, right? It's not enough for to cover the things that I need to cover. That can lead to burnout. That can lead to wanting to give up. So it's really important to charge confidently, know your value, know the value that you provide, especially when you are well taken care of. I guarantee you, you provide so much value, even on a bad day, but on a great day, I can only imagine how much fucking value you provide in your work. When the creativity is flowing, the inspiration is flowing, all the things are just flowing and you feel good and you feel nourished and taken care of, that is immense value and that translates directly to your clients. So if you can charge confidently, I highly, highly suggest you do that. And if you can't yet, do some of that internal work and that self-worth work to allow yourself to get used to the idea of charging confidently. Get to know your prices and integrate that with the value that you provide. Being broke is no longer a symbol of valor. I think for a lot a long time in the communities I've been in being broke was this symbol of like I'm doing good in the world even if I'm not making money I'm doing good things and I am not greedy and there are so many stories we tell ourselves so many and that not only that we tell ourselves but that our our society has been telling us right of martyrdom and of not needing money and of volunteering being the highest valor, right? And yes, volunteering does have value. But again, we can't give our best selves to others and be of true service if we are on tank empty, right? And so the same thing is with money. You need to heal your relationship with money and believe in yourself, believe in your value and charge confidently and accept that you don't need to be broke to be a good person, okay? Why do we think that? I don't know, but I definitely have been there. I definitely have told myself that story that I don't need money, I'm a good person, people who have money are somehow bad people, and I have had to heal this money trauma big time, and I'm still on that journey. Don't get me wrong, this is a journey for sure, but it's something that is absolutely necessary if we're going to be entrepreneurs and if we're going to grow and grow our impact in the world and pursue these big missions, we can't do it broke because we are going to really tax ourselves and thus not be able to sustain it and to show up in our best ability. And don't we want to give that to the world? We want to give our best our best foot forward and show up in the best way that we can for our communities, for our clients, for our families, and for ourselves. The last part is arguably my favorite of this entire thing is to celebrate your damn self, okay? This is so important and we don't do it nearly enough. 
the amount of people I have spoken to and myself included, okay, we underestimate all of our wins. Why do we downplay it? We downplay it or we say like, oh yeah, like I'll celebrate when. And we have this moving goalpost that if we just keep putting it off and keep, I think it's because we have been taught to have some like level of discomfort of of celebrating ourselves. And there's this level of like vanity and self obsessiveness and cockiness that we've been taught in regards to celebrating ourselves like this we're supposed to be modest and you know make everything not a big deal and I call bullshit okay like this journey if we're not gonna just celebrate everything no matter how big or small we think it is what is the fucking point what is the point who said we need to be here to just like endure a slog of like a race to the top or whatever you want to call it and not even sit and stop for a minute to celebrate ourselves along the way. Because honestly, that's what we're going to remember. When we move through this journey and we look back, it's the times that we celebrate that stick with us, right? I've heard it time and time again. People will forget milestones that they hit, accomplishments that they have, because they didn't stop and take a second to celebrate themselves for it, right? They just powered through. It's like, okay, I did that thing now, on to the next thing. I admire your hard work, but we really, really, really need to celebrate ourselves because we are doing incredible stuff. We are showing up like crazy. We are serving. We have these incredible missions that we are championing. We are creating incredible products for people. We're doing incredible things and we deserve our flowers and we don't need to wait for other people to give us our flowers. Okay. Stop waiting for people. Like if that's what's holding you back, Just get yourself your own flowers. Celebrate yourself in all your favorite ways. And that is what will keep you going and keep you believing in yourself and not giving up. Because what's better than some rewards, right? Like that is one of the most effective behavior tools is rewards, right? Especially if your dopamine system needs and depends on rewards right? I know mine does. So I love working hard and celebrating myself along the way, but I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm not claiming that. I think we all have room for improvement in this, right? I know a lot of my friends, we do incredible stuff and we need to literally make time for ourselves to stop and to reflect on all of the badass shit that we're actually doing. So I'm going to do that for a second here, and I'm going to celebrate myself for keeping up with this podcast. This is episode six or seven, and I'm just so happy and proud of myself, and I'm celebrating myself, and I'm celebrating that you all are here and listening and enjoying this cunty realness that I'm putting down week after week, and I think this needs to be celebrated. Thank you for being here. I love you. And please, please, I am not going to let you off the hook. I want you to reach out to me on Instagram or email, however you want. 
and share with me a way that you're going to celebrate yourself this week. I don't care if you feel like this week amounted to nothing, you haven't done anything this week. I call bullshit. Come up with something you did this week that the person next to you didn't do. There's got to be something this week that you did that for you, that's worth celebrating. Like, did you get out of bed and like show up for something? That's worth celebrating, right? Because we're doing this from our own volition. We are working for ourselves. We are choosing this path for ourselves. That's worth fucking celebrating along the way. We have to give ourselves our own employee benefits packages, okay? And that involves celebrating ourselves, whining and dining ourselves, taking good care of ourselves. This is very important. We can't wait for someone else to do it. If we are entrepreneurs and forging our own paths, we have to do so bravely and cunty, right? Courageously, unapologetically, notably, transcendently, and you authentically. It's so, so important. So I really am excited to hear how you take this mini series and implement it in your own life. I can't wait to hear some of your favorite takeaways and your favorite parts. And please share on the socials when you're listening and tag me so that I can cheer you on and celebrate you. That's one of my favorite things to do because you are beautiful. You are incredible. You're doing it. You're doing incredible things. And I love celebrating you. You are so worthy. I am going to gas you up always, okay? Because you are doing it. Thank you so much for being here. And I will talk to you next week. It's a guest episode next week. I'm so excited for you to hear mine and Kara's interview. Talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to Kunti Life and Biz Realness today. Someone in your circle needs to hear this. Can you share it and leave a review on Apple Podcasts so this Kunti movement can grow? And don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Naomi underscore authentically. I appreciate you so much and cannot wait to connect with you. You can always head over to CuntyCoaching.com to work with me, join my events, my Cunty email chronicles, and more. I hope you have a fulfilling week and I can't wait to talk to you next week. This is your Cunty Coach Naomi signing off. Babe, do you ever feel like you need a mood boost throughout your day? Like you could use some extra cunty coach Naomi inspo and energy in your ear? I have just the thing. I've recorded five cunty affirmations tracks that you can access now on demand. In the morning while getting dressed, courageous track. In the shower, unapologetic track. After lunch before getting back to your desk, notable track. These are just examples. I cannot wait to keep seeing you shine bright in this world. They're accessible through Apple Podcasts. Grab them now at the link in the show notes. And in grabbing these Cunty Affirmations tracks, you'll be added to the feed to get future exclusive content. How cool is that? Let's get Cunty! Enjoy! Enjoy!